Welcome to the Not Your Average My podcast, where four Hmong American women working to move our community forward one conversation at a time. So tune in every month with Liz, Mania, Monica, and Katie as we dive into politics, pop culture, and all things related to being Hmong American. Let's get it! Welcome back. Happy New Year. Uh, really excited to come back, hopefully refreshed and rejuvenated. I know it's been um, quite a long holiday and um, a long, long year. And so I think a lot of us are ready to start 2021 fresh. Um, how is everyone doing and do we have any New Year's resolutions? In reflecting, can I just say that like, I did really well in one of my resolutions and I'm hoping that y'all can back me up um, because I don't know if you remember, but one of my goals was to be more on time. And so I want to say that because we've been trying to make Zoom meetings, et cetera, and everything, I think I've been better on my time management (laughs) and I've had more time in general, right? So I just, in reflecting, was like, okay, like I think I've done better this year on keeping with like deadlines and and. Liz, I was going to say, I think it's because you can be on three multiple devices at the same time. On three different devices. That is exactly. Right. And in your pajamas too. So. Yes. Thank you for standing me. Yes, that's right. Um, <laughs> well, let's see how that compares when you have to physically be in person in places again. That's I mean, that's, physical. yeah, yeah. So that will be harder. So maybe another resolution is like, okay, like we'll be more on time in person. Um. But I, I think that also means that, like, because of this year, I've also learned to uh, be kinder to myself, um, mm-hmm. give myself more time, Snaps. Yeah. Um, understanding my limitations a little better and just being like, okay, like, it's okay. I'll accept my limitations. And yeah, like, that is that. Um, so yeah, looking forward, like, um, trying to, right, like, maintain um, this, this, like, newfound... Um, I don't know, like sense of like just pacing myself, right? And like figuring out, okay, like, you know, it's it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Just, yeah, being better about that. Mm-hmm. Um, try, trying to like continue that progress. Um, and then – How like, would you do that? Like I feel like people mm-hmm. always say that. It remind me of that. I'm like, yeah. uh, what does that mean? How, like how do you even make that actionable, you know? Because when they say it to me, I'm like, I don't know how to make that actionable. So I'm really curious to learn from you, Liz. <laughs> Um, I mean, it, I, I will say like, you know, it, it hasn't been easy. Um, you know, like I, I ha- had, I had like a, a speech therapist and I had, um, um, wow, really? like other therapists. Oh, yeah. I, I talked about that. this, you know, um, <laughs> Monica, Liz talked about this before. <laughs> I was not listening. I must um, not have been paying attention. She, she definitely like was like, you know, giving me tools. And I think, um, I, I mean, it, it's not been linear progress, right? Like I definitely mm. regress and have to like check in and be like, okay, like, definitely like messed up so like you know have to like start over again um and just being okay with that right like if I'm pushing myself really hard I know like I'll get headaches etc mm-hmm. and like knowing to check in with my body more yeah. um and, and like let letting me just feel more and be like oh wait pause um my friends used to say sometimes like for a while I used to be like wait you know like for me to think and pause but it's mm. also like, important to to pause for yourself and be like hold on like check how are you feeling like you know and, and if I don't feel great then like what what am I gonna do about this mm-hmm. right so. love it that's great yeah. that's like just literally 
slowing down, right? Like listening to your body. Yeah. Yes, right. yeah more right. self-love. Yep. And those signals. You yeah. know, maybe that should also require you Liz, being more present, you know, instead of being on three devices at one time. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, sister. Yes. <laughs> I, mean, look, I say that because I'm also yep. trying to be more present and mm-hmm. like, um, you know how in my in the last episode I said I think this year I I want to explore more about like you know what my values are and being intentional right and like instead of relying on the internet to stay in touch with people like actually like making the actions of texting or calling or actually like setting up a time you know because I I feel like this year just because we were so inundated with all online stuff like I was just so exhausted and I didn't actually intentionally like you know reach out to people to check in often like besides like my one you know best friend right like she's the only one who I actually like have to set up a time to like check in with and I don't know I'm like trying to decide or figure out like how to balance that and um because you know like with you you ladies I only catch up with y'all like on our podcast right and I kind of feel bad like man we should be also checking in like outside the podcast but you know, also trying to decide and figure out like how to give myself grace too. And it's so difficult. It. Yeah. So like, don't be so hard on yourself. Honestly, <laughs> there's so many people to check in with. Sometimes people text me. I don't even respond because <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so much like it's bad, but yeah. I'm also like, uh, it's, it requires also some mental energy to yeah, respond. So I, I don't know. Don't feel bad. Okay. I, that, that, <laughs> that makes me feel good. Cause I, you know, I really felt bad about that this year and like, you know, in my like relationship with Nick, like we're so busy and like mm. in the past, I used to always be like, oh, you're always on your phone. Like, why, why aren't you present? And then of course this year, like I'm always on my phone now. We're both just, you know, so busy. And then when we do spend time together, he's like, oh, well, you're on your phone a lot. I'm like, no, I'm not. Even though I'm like, wait, yes, I am. You know, and so <laughs> I'm also trying to like refrain from just yeah like being on the phone and trying to be better about being present but you know it's a work in progress so if y'all have tips let me know <laughs> mm-hmm. how about y'all ladies yeah katie, katie you want to go first or you want me to go <laughs> i can go first because mine's like super simple like dude i was just saying i'm not gonna be deep at all so <laughs> right like 2021 I just want to like survive, not die from coronavirus. <laughs> it's and, true. Like, I want to lose like yes. 20 pounds and yes. I would be happy. Yes. Like, I'm just taking yes. it as it comes. Like seriously, after 2020, it taught us that, you know, having goals, it don't matter. Life's going <laughs> to throw stuff at you yeah. and you're going to be like, oh, you're going to be crazy anyway. So you just be ready for it, you know? So it's sort of like, it reminds me of like, you know, um, when you're pregnant and you come up with like this like crazy birth plan and then, you know, nothing goes right anyways. And at the end of the day, you're just like, I just want to like not die and not have my baby die. And like, it's yeah. the same thing I've yeah. like come to learn, you know, so it's sort of oh. like your first pregnancies are like, oh, yeah, I want to do this. I'm going to eat this and I'm going to like watch what I eat and all of that. And then when it comes down to it, like you just want to push the baby out and be good. Okay. And like, <laughs> that's it. Like, you know, it's simple. I just. I'm just want to keep it real simple. Um, and like, um, like what Monica says, I want to be more intentional with like my interactions with people. I think that's what 2020 taught us is how to appreciate and be grateful for the times that we do have with people. And of course, with now, you know, with all this going on, I think of my elderly parents and my in-laws or just anybody else. And sort of like, you know, am I spending enough time and what can I do? And then just sort of, um, 
even if I do want to see them, maybe I can't and I need to be less selfish because I want to prolong their life and all of that stuff. So give up Mm -hmm. a lot of things that I want to do for myself so that it's better for everyone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Katie. You said that wasn't going to be deep. That's pretty deep. I know. That's what I was going (laughs) to say. That that is very deep, man. I appreciate that. I think like just, yeah, living and like living day by day and like trying to enjoy life and live it. Yeah, I think is is fair. Mm -hmm. See, Katie, I was going to go after you. You said you were not going to be deep, so. I'm not deep. Like I'm like, you know, I'm – I'm like a little exhausted too. So of course, like I want to do like the good work, but I also got to know like I can only do so much, only what I can do. And even if it's really small, I need to know that I'm making a difference and be okay with that. Because, you know, we come into this work and we're like, oh, you know, I want to like, you know, like and racial bias in the classroom. I want to like, you know, make sure my color students are important. And yes, like that's like the overall big fight. But then like, you know, it's so exhausting. And as what like, you know, uh, 2020 taught us, you know, it's like when you're fighting it alone, it's really hard. So you just need to be intentional and do what you can do to make those little changes. And eventually it'll grow onto something big, you know, Mm -hmm. so I'm just, you know, taking some step back to really just collect myself and um, plan out what I want to do within my power and capabilities, because that's always something that everyone always throws in is sort of like, all right, it's so true that I don't have enough power, but the things that I can do with the power that I do have, I need mm-hmm. to make sure that it's hitting yes. the right spots. Mm-hmm. You have power, girl. You have power, snaps. Not enough, but you know, I'll get there. That's my motivation. I'll get there, but I need to do something with the power that I do have. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to say, I've been reflecting a lot. Um, and it also has to do with like, you know, just being like a Asian woman, Asian person. I was talking with one of my colleagues and I was like, you know, as growing up as like a Asian person, we're trying so hard to fit into this like model minority myth that we've freaking erased our, our, all of our experience, you know, that like a lot of people capitalize on when they do all of these great talks and stuff. I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. I've experienced that. I've done all of that, but I was so embarrassed by it that I forgot all about that. You know, like I've been poor. We've lived on the systems. We lived in the projects. You know, we've dealt with gang violence. We've dealt with homelessness. You know, sort of like we did all of that, but like we never talk about it. And I'm just sort of like, that's like experience that is valuable to our students and valuable to other people to talk about. And we need to be more yeah. open about it. And so I just re- did a lot of reflection. I'm like, man, we kind of did have it kind of hard and stuff, but we just always was too embarrassed or was taught not to talk about it. So it really is just sort of reflecting and trying to embrace my experience. Yeah. Like you just realizing that, right, like is already like the first step to finding your voice. So Mm -hmm. here's to like you, like, you know, becoming more comfortable, right, like um, with that voice in like 2021 because it's it's so important and powerful. Um, And I know you'll make such a great teacher and principal because of that perspective. I don't know. I I don't. I also want to chase that money, like Mania too. So like, <laughs> like if I could just, like, like we want to do that. So let's go ahead and hear Mania what what her plans are for twenty twenty one. No, I was gonna say, Katie. <laughs> Katie, do what you gotta do. You know, I ain't trying to hate on people's hustles. Like, if you love your hustle, good for you. If you hate it, I'm on the same boat as you. So I ain't trying to hate on people's hustles, man. Um. But I was going to say, 
I, I don't remember what I said last year as my New Year's resolutions. I have really bad memory and I cannot remember. So I might have to go back and listen to it. But really this year- You I don't did really all your goals. That's why you don't remember. I don't really have any goals for 2021. And I think this is like the first time that I don't really have any goals, which is good because I usually plan, like I mentioned before, I always have this five-year plan or plan for the next two years or three years, but I don't really have any plans. And I think it's new and it's uncomfortable and it's kind of scary for me, but I'm trying to embrace all of it um, and just kind of trying to accept, you know, things that are not really working out in my favor. So like I, I've been studying for this exam, this professional management, um, sorry, this pro- professional project management exam and I didn't pass it, but surprisingly oh, no. I was okay. Like I think my younger self wouldn't been so upset and so sad and so depressed, but after I took it and I didn't pass, I'm like, you know what? I actually feel okay, and I and I was like, that is that's growth. That's because, progress. Yes, that's yes, progress. Because I'm usually, so proud of you for yeah, failing. I'm so proud of you. Yes, that's right, girl. And I'm like, yeah, my younger self would have been so upset and would have been like, oh my gosh, you're so dumb. But then when I didn't pass I was like you know I feel okay and I think it says a lot about this year like what that's taught me that um that things are not always going to go the way that I want to and you know like I'm not perfect I I just have to be okay with how things are so my goal for 2021 really is just to like plan my weddings <laughs> that's it yeah great I have no other plans but just to get ready for the mom wedding. We're planning to do the mom wedding in 2021 and oh, then plan our yay. Christian, you know, Mika wedding in 2022. So really, yeah. and I'm, yeah. not a, I'm not an event planner. Like event planning stresses me out. I always do it when I have to, but. I will uh, help you plan we will yeah, help you. Yeah, like, I'm not looking for it. Too. Sign me up. I'm so excited for this. You don't understand because I'm not going to have a wedding to plan anytime soon. I know Monica's not going to let me help her plan her wedding. So you, you can take me. All right. I'm going to list you list that support. But that's it. I'm excited you know, for 2021. I love that, Vinya. And I will say, I, I think I remember one goal from 2020. You actually gave us all of us um, the Michelle Obama reflection oh, yeah. journal. Yeah. And you said you were going to journal more, I think, or just be more uh-huh. positive about what you write down in your journal, right? Because you always, you know, um, you said oh, you Oh, that's right. That's right. Because you um, said you're always so, so critical. And yeah. You really appreciate- to, to be less critical. Yeah. Really appreciate you getting that. I mean, unfortunately, I only like wrote up until like, April, you know, when or May, like when me and Nick got engaged and then just stopped because of the pandemic. <laughs> Things got busy. Yes. We obviously had a pandemic to face. But um, you know, I think that you just accepting and learning how to like handle your de- your like defeat or your failure with the mm-hmm. exam um is yeah, like huge progress, great progress. So really proud of you. And you know, yes. And And that was deep, like self-reflecting and accepting like all of that. That's a huge thing. Seriously. It's, um, you know, I failed. Remember I took the GRE three times and the first two times I got the same score. Right. And Mm -hmm. I remember you like just encouraging me and then I studied my ass off and then I took it a third time and I increased seven points which is great yeah so you know like exams are exams fuck them they're 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 part of the system you know so you can you can and i mean yeah you can always take this test again it's like not a big deal at all 
Yeah, it's all the studying. I just feel I like I don't want to go through it again. But, you know, I think when I'm ready, I'll do it. Um, yeah, I, I and, you know, for the GRE, when I took it the second time and I got the same score, like that night, I just cried because I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't, you know, I won't get into the grad school of my dreams or I won't get into the top schools. And then with this exam, I'm like, you know what, it, <laughs> it doesn't define me. Like I still have my job and, you know, I, you know, I'm so thankful to have the support that I do. So it will be okay. Yeah. But and it's like know, that self-assurance that I had to keep telling myself when I was studying for the exam. And I feel like, you know, for you, that's like definitely gotten better and improved. And it's okay, honestly, to just focus on planning your wedding too and like wait another year or two before yeah. taking the exam again. Like just enjoy the wedding stuff and your new home and, you know, this I'm sure new like renewed honeymoon phase with Tong, I'm sure that will come. You know, I, I think we also forget to enjoy, like, the good things in life. So maybe that should be our, like, collective 2021 thing. Enjoy the good, positive things in life, guys. So Sounds fair. And it, that's, like, actually really hard to do, even though it sounds, like, really yeah. simple. Because, like, we're such busy bodies that we miss all of that good thing in life, you know? Sort of, like, even, like, as a parent, I'm, like oh man, like crap, like I want, I'm working like freaking 10, 12 hours. I'm like, I'm not even seeing my kids and they're growing up so fast. And then, you know, like before I know it's like bedtime and I'm like, I didn't even get to see them. So maybe we can, yeah, we'll, we'll have to reflect on this by the, at the end of the year and talk about um, how we did, but I am excited. I mean, I think because of how 2020 went, we know that like, we just gotta live our lives y'all. It is too short. Life is too short to to you know not focus on the positives and the goods sidebar and now that we finished talking about our resolutions wondering if we wanted to talk about like any late uh recent current events in the community whether Hmong or asian american community uh drama well yeah. can i share that my um most favorite new song right is down do loop i love it i listen to it on loop all the time <laughs> wait who sings that <laughs> Um, uh, I actually don't know. Um, I just love the beats. Like, it's actually like a really good, it's a really, it's actually a good song. And I even listened to, was this a song that I sent to the group? I think it was. Um, it, it, yeah. And it has like this really cute one guy in it. His name is oh, Maxwell. Oh, it's that Pao. guy. It's, oh, and, it's that guy. But they have a shaman in it. Like, it's super legit. Like, it's super. Oh my God, cool. you guys. This is, this girl, What is it about? Like, okay, this so dude. <laughs> You, okay, go ahead, Liz. This, okay, okay. So, so, so I, I will say, like, disc, disclaimer, like, I actually think it is, it's, it's pretty patriarchal, um, because this dude's wife cheats on him, so he's heartbroken, so he like falls into depression, quote unquote, but then like, like falls in love, or this, this like dragon Hmong dragon princess like falls in love with him, and so like he falls into the stupor, and his parents have to call a shaman to go like retrieve his spirit from the spirit world where he has fallen in love, yeah. like in an illicit love with this like, um, you know, Pajana, right? And like, um, it's like a whole so, movie in like four minutes of a music video, actually. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's very mm -hmm. like reminiscent of Jay Chow in many ways, right? But um, you know, with like Hmong elements. Um, so, I mean, in some ways, like, it's pretty, it's interesting because they're kind of sympathetic to um, the dragon lady, but it is also very um, patriarchal. But the point is, they're good beats, and the guy is cute. <laughs> and oh, I'm my like, God. Is he get a happy ending at the end? Mm, kind uh, of. It's I, I think, right, like, 
it, it to me, if you if you examine it, <clears throat> yes, in that, well, he comes back to the real world. And I think he he learns to kind of like manage his depression and like move on in a way. And then mm. there's like a possibility for for him that and he like exists finding in the real love. world. <clears throat> right. Mm. Like he exists in the real world. He's back, right? Like he fell into a quote unquote depression, right? Which is this love with this like illicit love of a spirit. And he's been able to like pull be pulled back spiritually right and and Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so like there's a little bit of that so it's really cool like metaphor like stuff um so it's cool but i also am like "Mm, like the shaman probably should have been a woman and like maybe we could have had like you know the perspective like from um you know like the dragon lady because she's just like hey like i'm just you know loving him because he couldn't find love right Mm -hmm. but yeah it's um, actually a really good song. Okay, I looked it up. It's uh, sang by Chang Zhong featuring Dorchi Yang. And yes. Oh, right, guy, right. Dorchi, yeah. The main guy is very handsome. I'm not going to say Liz actually friended him on Facebook. <laughs> I was like, Liz, you are crazy. You are crazy. Okay. If you're listening to our podcast, <laughs> go ahead and DM her. <laughs> okay, okay. But I have to say, okay, because he kept showing up in my like suggested friends list. And I was like what is going on? Like, cause I don't know this dude. Right. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like he's the dude from that music video. And we have a lot of mutual friends. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to like shoot my shot. I'm going to shoot my shot. Well, yeah. Okay. So that's what a lot of Hmong stars are doing, right? They're like friending everyone to like, yeah. you know, give access so to be closer to their fans. Right. But hey, so I, I was just like this guy and I actually went to school with him and he is actually a very sweet guy. Like a very nice guy. I have he's not the one who gave you the CD, right? No. <laughs> no, the guy who gave me the CD is not a mother man, but he's actually very sweet. All I'm saying is he's really cute. So I shot my shot and I friended him because I was like, dang, you keep showing up in my suggested friends Did list. Accept, so. Did he accept? Yeah, yeah. So he accepted. And wow. Then, yeah. So we're friends now. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And I was like, well, I guess I'm not seeing just your public content. So, like, you know, I'm hoping I'm on some lists. Um, but <laughs> he, is, he is like the Hmong Korean like Thai star though. He's very handsome. That's hilarious. Yeah, and I I just can't believe you friended him, Liz. Oh my god. I mean, wow. the Hmong community is really small, and we have a lot of mutual friends. So you know, maybe Again, we'll meet up after fans. quarantine is over. Oh god. Maybe like a future New Year date. <laughs> yeah, he was actually a former Hmong charming uh, Hmong prince charming candidate like a cup back in Minnesota like a couple years ago. So I guess that's like the latest month. No, I don't think you know? he did. I think he was one of the runner-ups. No bueno. Well, he was still really young at that time. Dang, you're such a hater. Oh my god. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. Also, I'm like 32, okay? So I'm probably older than him. Yes, he's my age. <laughs> he's my age. I went to school with him. He, remember? Oh, God, I hope you're not listening to this, Maxwell. Please. <laughs> this is such an embarrassment. Um, well, Maybe we'll just have Hmong- to tag him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we can have him on our show, Yeah. Liz. Hello. <laughs> Invitation. Uh, yeah, when we do Hmong artists. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, because uh, he sings, too. So because, you know, we're Facebook friends now, I saw he posted, like, if I had a verse in the song. Because he, he's just an actor in the song, right? But he, he's, he sang his own verse. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate that Hmong community drama update, Liz. Not drama, but update. I hope you're listening, Maxwell. If you're listening, um, we'd love to have you on the show. 
in the future. Or Liz would love to have <laughs> Okay, now we really have to tag him. I'll just DM him this <laughs> when, we, when we publish it. Well, aside from Liz being a creeper, um, are there any other updates in the community? I am not a creeper. I was just um, indulging Facebook's algorithm. Uh-huh. Right, right. I don't know any other drama. So who whoever okay, well, knows the tea better spill it. So I really wanted to discuss this um because I I like I had kind of mixed feelings about it. Um, but like so does everyone know who uh Simu Lu is? Yes. He's so cute. So no. Yeah. He's this like so Canadian he, actor. He's like a Canadian, in- um, like Asian actor. I think he's either Chinese or Taiwanese, um, ethnically. I think he's um Taiwanese. Um, he was yeah, in and- Kim's Convenience. He's the yeah, big. He's, brother. he's the main. Oh lead yeah. In yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And um, like last week during the week of Christmas, there was like uh, a big, I guess, controversy on Twitter or social media because um, Simu Lu was, um, I guess casted to join a new film um called arthur the king um which he would co-star with you know hollywood actor mark Wahlberg, right everyone knows mark Wahlberg, right and um for some reason the news media outlets made a really big i guess fiasco out of simo lu deleting an old tweet that he had tweeted about mark Wahlberg um being a racist being yeah being a racist and of course his like previous acts in his like previous life right where he like i think literally beat up a vietnamese man yep. right? and like yep. hospitalized him and like you know didn't he, really serve for any time didn't really yeah, yeah serve did any not time, serve any time yeah. um asked for a pardon so that he could like start a business and and apparently yeah all all that came up right but the controversy was that Simu Liu, because he was drafted or casted into this new film with Mark Robert he deleted that tweet and like Twitter went wild and, or, or the entertainment, like, you know, news media made a, a spectacle out of it. And was, like, like the Asian American community yeah. or just like in general? No. First, the, like, the first, it was the entertainment, like general uh-huh. mainstream media. Like that, they were, like, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I have my suspicions because I'm like, that doesn't happen unless someone wanted it to happen. Like it was just dumb. Right. But then, but then Simu like actually came out and like after all of the, you know, the controversy, like basically he deleted the tweet and then like, the news media picked it up and then like Asian Twitter got it and was like, you can't make this stuff up where basically the headline says Sumo Lu like deletes old tweet uh, ahead of, you know, like the, the film that he has to do with Mark Wahlberg. And then he got all this flack, like, Oh, so much for being like, you know, an activist so much for being like, you know, so um, pretty much they were calling him a sellout then. Yeah, they were calling him a sellout and was like, you know, you don't got to pretend like you did it because you, like, you know, really wanted uh, to, like, represent, like, be an Asian, you know, representative. Like, you can just say you wanted the money, right? Like, mm-hmm. X, Y, Z, because, you know, and everybody brought up, like, Mark Wahlberg's, like, trash history. And I don't know, I guess. So how do you feel? So what's what's your stance on this? <laughs> yeah, so the T is, right? Because he's, because Simu came out and he was like, you know, I guess this is happening. I just want to provide my perspective that I deleted the tweet because I wanted to be cordial, right? Like that doesn't mean I changed my feelings, right? But everyone was still like, no, 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 like don't play, you know, like don't act like you are, you know, like don't act like you just didn't do it for the money, right? And I don't know, I guess I'm conflicted because everyone's like coming at Simu Lu when I'm like, y'all, 
y'all could just go and still drag Mark Wahlberg, but you're dragging Simu Liu instead. Like, I, I get it, and maybe he shouldn't have deleted the tweet, but I'm also like, for someone who is like, you know, one of the lone Asian American actors, right, who are actually getting roles, who really, you know, get roles, like Asian American actors, right? Why do we have to harp on Simu Liu? Mm-hmm. And why are we not harping on Mark Wahlberg, who actually is the person who did all these like trash deeds, right? Um, so I don't know. I'm conflicted. Everyone's just like, you could have just said you wanted the check. And I'm like, yeah, he, you want the check. But yeah. so, like, I mean, who doesn't? Like when you're yeah, a starving who actor, who wants to be a starving artist their whole life, right? So, I mean, I don't know. So I, I get it. And maybe he shouldn't have deleted the tweet. But I'm also like, you know, just because he deleted the tweet, it does not really mean he doesn't so few have those feelings right or or maybe mark Wahlberg asked him to delete it. i don't fucking know but i don't know i guess i just feel conflicted because i'm like yeah. in america and like you know are really like woke like you yeah. know like activists right and like aren't we still letting white supremacy win if we're just tearing down simu Liu and we're not tearing down mark Wahlberg? and it's not like other people of color have not acted with mark Wahlberg, right like yeah. why again does you know simu Liu deleting this tweet all of a sudden, like, un, like, uh, what's the word? Unvalidate his, his, no, no, I got you. I think, I think it's fair to ask those questions, Monica, but like, I was just say, this is like the opposite of our Brenda song problem, right? Where like maybe Brenda song like is aloof and she doesn't care. And I mean, I think the, the problem is yes, you don't want white supremacy to win, but like also, um, it, it goes back to your question, right? About being an authentic um ally or like to being an authentic um you know um activist right and I I I love that you always wrestle with that question um but I I think like yeah part of this is like do do people expect sorry I had to inject though because do people expect him then to not take the job like that's what they're asking yeah. him to do. Well, no, no, well, it's not that. You know, he he could have taken it and kept his tweet, and so that's the problem because, right? Like, Simulu, this is his brand, so that's that's the problem because he he has created himself as like this really cool woke like Asian male actor, right? Because he tweets about like lack of representation in Hollywood, and like he he's angry, and like when um it came out that you know like Daniel Day Kim and them were not making that much money um as their white co co stars, right? Like he tweeted a bunch of stuff. So part of it, I think, is like people holding him accountable for his brand because honestly like if this were someone who was less less activacy i think it's less of a controversy right you know so so it's because it's the brand that he has built right excuse me um because he is like this activist guy um but i think you're right in that um you know we we should redirect our anger and say oh like why did Mark Wahlberg get this role in the first place right why does he still have a career in Hollywood because he's such a shitty ass person right yeah like like that's no you're right like that's where we should be like redirecting stuff but I also think that there's something to be said for like holding people accountable for also like being true to their values and I think that's that's what what you worry about all the time right because you're holding yourself to the standard being like I don't know if I'm a real activist da 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 right And, and like um, yeah. You know, like maybe that's something that like Simulu has to like think about himself. That's all I'm saying. Because if you're holding yourself to that standard, like maybe he should too. And right. I'm just going to interject too. And I just want to say that I think there's a lot of things that we still don't know because it's yeah. just yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like maybe like 1% of like what's actually going on. And like maybe it's also, as we all know, we're all 
you know, work professionals, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of pressure. From, yes. Like, I was going to say that. And, like, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, like if you want this job, you're going to have to delete it, bro. And he's like, okay, well, all right. I can like suck it up. Like, you know, because this is a small battle. I want to win the bigger war, exactly. you know, like, so I'm sort of just like, okay, I, I get all sides and stuff. And, but I think we do got to cut, cut him some slack because I mean, he's trying and like how many of us have never written like a Twitter or like a Facebook yeah. something yeah, exactly. and then you want to delete because you're just like, all right, I, I was so like emotional then because that's what it is, is emotional talking and like, yeah. you know, it's going to affect you and stuff. And even here on the podcast, I'm just I'm like, man, I don't know if we should have said that, but you know, it's like, here we are. So I don't know. Asian America gotta calm down sometimes, though, to be honest, because, you know, <laughs> yeah. when Caucus Wu tweeted about how, like, she, you know, she just said, like, the F word when uh, Fresh Off the Bill got renewed, right? Because for her, that was a limitation on other opportunities that she was super yes. excited about. Yes. People yes. were so upset at her and were just like, you should be so know, thankful to have so a job, cool. right? So yeah. to me, like, no one really went. And I think that you know, sometimes in this professional workspace, you it sucks, but you kind of have to tone down your activism in, in some ways. And I don't know if that was his case. Like, I really don't know. That might have been it. That might have not been. But at the same time, when you enter these professional spaces, I'm pretty sure we are not truly the way that we are right now on our on our podcast, you know, to be honest. Yeah, like, true. I think we just kind of have to be mindful of the space that he's going to have to be in for this new job or this opportunity. So, you know, maybe like, I don't know, college me, Berkeley me would have been hella fucking pissed and would have been like dragging his ass, right? But at the yeah. same time, it's also like, well, like Katie has said, you know, I've looked at my freaking Facebook memories of stuff that I wrote back in college. I'm like, oh my gosh, if somebody saw that, they would have been like, hell no, this is for this person. It's not woke. This person, you know, should not have said this. So I don't know. I think, I think Asian America got to tone it down sometimes when it comes to, um, you know, um, like uprising actors and actresses in our community because we want them to succeed. Like we talk about lack of representation. So when, when there is an opportunity for representation, I think that we, you know, should try to support that as much as we can um, to the point where it also matches our values. Right. And I, I feel like for this person who seems like he's been an activist for a while, I get it that that was part of his branding, but at the same time, like you can take things back. I think it is okay. You can retract things that you've said or have written. And, you know, and I can't say like, oh, should, you know, if I were him, would I have done the same thing? Like, I, I don't know, you know, like you're going to this professional workspace. That's a little bit different. So I don't know if I would have done that, but at the same time, I, you know, I don't think that how he felt is any different. Right. Like even yeah. if he had to retract it, this like right. written, you know, documentation of what he has <laughs> said in the past. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Yeah, that's where I'm getting right. And like I I really I appreciate Liz because I mean, those are the questions we always want to ask. But I think my thing was just like, why can we not, you know, like what Simu said, like give people a chance. And not that I, I not that I think Mark Wahlberg deserves a chance. Like he's not even relevant. But like, you know, like what Minya said, why can we not? do better or why can we not be allowed to make mistakes and then also you know be a better person and I'm just like and, okay like, yeah and I say that because I feel like you know for white actors and actresses they say stupid shit all the time and they get away with it all the time like no one freaking tracks them right and yes exactly. even if cancel culture happens now like they're so dragged but at the same time they still have these opportunities to do so many different mm -hmm. things right exactly. so for me like you know, actors and actresses of color don't necessarily have the same opportunities when that happens. So 
you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and that's my thing. I'm like, you know, maybe he should not have deleted it. Fine. But I, I still feel like him deleting it, trying to give, you know, be a good person or be a good co-star, right? Like whatever. Um, let's direct the hate to Mark Wahlberg or, or at least not like, you know, fo- let it all focus in on Simu Liu taking the hit. Cause I'm like, bro, Mark Wahlberg is still going to be the main star of the sh- of the film at the end of the day. So, yeah. like, if it's not going to be Simulu, it's going to be someone else. And I get it's part of his brand, but I'm like, come on. Maybe Mark Wahlberg has changed. Maybe he has improved. And maybe Simulu sees that. I don't know. But Or maybe you know, not, and he's trying to be professional yeah. in the workspace. Yeah, I don't know. And I feel like we've all wor- worked with people who don't share the same values as us. Like, I'm pretty sure I've worked with conservatives, Republicans before, but at the same time, like, the work is the end goal you know like you had it you it sucks to say that but you really yeah yeah, like (laughs) i will also though say that like if we're worried about white supremacy like respectability politics right like plays into that right and like what is respectful what is okay right like what is what is not um so I mean, for me, like, I, I mean, I, I, I assume, yeah, like, they probably knew, they probably did their research and was like, oh, by the way, like, you know, if you want this, right, like, part of the contract is, like, deleting this, whatever, but, like, that is still, like, but even doing that is still, like, you know, succumbing to white supremacy in many ways, right? Um, so, I, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, like, definitely not easy, and, you know, like, I mean, but I feel like we all play into that in some ways, right? Like respect, respectability politics, the way that we are at the, you know, in the professional workspace is very different from how we are with our families. We don't. So I, so I feel like all of us play into that in some ways. So then to make it in America, it sucks, but you have to play into right. it. Like, you know, like, yeah. how are you going to put food on the table? And, yeah. you know, we got yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I get it. And, it, and this is why I struggle, right? Like when I say, you know, what are my values and trying to be a better advocate, right? Or a better co-conspirator, like, does that mean we reject all instances when we do have to, you know, uh, inject our respectability politics? Or are we like hardcore 100% of the time, you know? I don't think you could ever be a hundred percent at anything all the time because mm-hmm. the world, there's so much yeah. like gray zone and so much yeah. like, you know, in this situation, we deal it with this. And in that situation, I will deal it with that. You know, it's like, there isn't a right or a wrong. And some people do come at it at a hundred percent and, you know, like maybe they do it all the time, but I know I can't go heavy like that because it's like, there's too many factors to play. And like, Honestly, I don't even think this is that big of a deal. He deleted a tweet. Okay, move on, people. Yeah. <laughs> move on. It's like, mm-hmm. if you guys really want to do something, then go out there to your communities and do something instead of, like, arguing about, like, mm-hmm. a tweet that he deleted. And then, you know, because he deleted one tweet, that doesn't, like, you know, um, doesn't erase all the good things that he's done, too. So, I'm mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I guess, think that wild yeah. board on Twitter. <laughs> I appreciate all the commentary because I think, you know, other people also write like from outside the Asian community have also just like said that your your his activism is fake. And so, yeah, I, I'm just wondering, like, does this invalidate everything that he's done then? And, you know, so that's the latest drama. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it's OK to have these conflicting perspectives because there's really no right answer to how things should go and how you should be as an activist or as somebody who wants to make this world a better place. Like if we are trying to be great people, like I'm sorry, you should not be 
buying clothes from Forever 21, okay? Or like <laughs> or like these, you know, like H&M. So I don't know. Sometimes you just got to choose for battles. Yeah, I'm with that. I appreciate Dude, I 1,000% agree. Oh, that's what I'm struggling with at Berkeley, but that's another story. So, <laughs> um, It's hard because you're really in this bubble, you know, like you're in this yeah. bubble, but once you get out of it, it's like, well, you know, the world doesn't really function that way again. Yeah, everybody's in yeah. their own little, not fake world, but your own little thing until you actually see how like life is and you're sort of like, man, like that would never apply and I can never apply that because at the end of the day, that's not my experience. I'm coming in here like thinking I'm 100%, but they don't need me anyways, you know? Mm -hmm. So do what you can do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say in relation to respectability politics, right? Like co-switching. You don't realize that you do that or even if you realize that you do that, sometimes you have to co-switch. And, you know, when I talk to my um, my friends, of you know, my friends who are people of color who are black from from grad school for them it's like we know that and we still do it and of course like you want to be yourself but at the same time you know you you have to cool switch in, at some point right, right? and i don't yeah. know yeah i guess i'm i'm bringing this up because of yeah what's going on in my, like my grad program and i'm i'm just like man sometimes i just feel like i'm like not as woke right because i feel like a lot of my classmates are you know, leading the charge in certain things. And I'm, I'm not like as, as active because I feel like things are at risk and I just want to get my degree and get out. But, you know, again, that's a time for another story. So. That's fair. No, I just think though, it's so important. I, I really hope that this year you, you find that you are enough, right? Because you are also like so much more active and passionate about this than like other people are. You know, so it's also like another part of like finding yourself, your power and your voice, like figuring out, okay, like the activism I'm, I'm participating in and doing is enough for me, right? And yeah. I think if you don't think it is, then like you need to figure out wh what what you what need is. to do, right? But like, I just want to say you're doing amazing work and we are so proud of you. Mm -hmm. So, Or like you're probably passionate about different issue areas and yeah. that, you know, and that's okay, even if other people are into something else right yeah i appreciate that guys i needed that <laughs> so, i know thank you again for validating me and for this conversation about simulu because i yeah i feel like it is really complex and it is so relatable to how we interact and yeah um, i know you wanted to talk about that i wanted to talk about house of hope because i finished it i love <laughs> oh yeah. we were just talking about we were talking about them but yeah, we watched it we didn't watch it yet, but like, we watched it. it. Oh, my God. Yeah, we I, were like, we should so we can talk about it. Yeah. And Bollywood Wives, y'all. I got to watch Bollywood Wives, too, because, you know, after um, Indian matchmaking, like, oh, after that blew up, I'm like, yes, we got to we gotta get on all yeah. the Asian shows. Um, but Let's we'll save it. that for another time. So um, hopefully, if you're listening, y'all can share what you think about this, you know, situation, right, with Simulu and... Um, what it means to be an authentic, right, genuine activist, if if you are, or if you, you know, think of yourself as one, um, and how can we be better, right, like co-conspirators, um, and share your resolutions with us, you know, what are you trying to balance, what are you trying to improve on, uh, what are you struggling with, and can you um, relate to any of the things that we talked about, I um, would love to hear from y'all, um, any closing words, ladies? 
before I close out. Sorry, can I just... We hope that all your resolutions come true. <laughs> yes. Yes. And just to be kind uh, to yourself. And um, yeah, let's let's give ourselves grace, y'all. We just went through a whole pandemic. We're probably still going to go through it for the first half of the year. Um, hopefully everyone gets the vaccine when they are given the opportunity to. I'm going to say I urge everyone to take it. Um, but do what's best for you, I guess. And um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Let us know your thoughts and we'll catch you all next time. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye, Bye. Bye. Happy, Happy New Year. Year. Onwards and upwards.